going to be a little slight intro before the actual pod develops here. I just want to go ahead and say that obviously the audio is not going to be the greatest because we were literally driving down the highway. However, I hope you do enjoy this little conversation that I have with my boy Christian and our experience and just our overall thoughts on how the world of country music is going, uh, the concert experience that we had, and everything else. So yeah, I'm going to just go ahead and let it go in here and uh, hope you guys enjoy. And yeah, adios. Yo, what is going on guys? Uh, going down the road here, um, going to a concert tonight, Brother Wilson, Josh Morningstar in Greensboro, North Carolina. And as you can hear, we are scooting down the road. And if you know anything about North Carolina, they spend more money capital buildings than they do the roads. So that explains why it's so loud. But today I actually have another guest. Um, me and this man right here, we homies. We've uh, been through a lot together. I actually met him through school, which will be something that we can talk about. And probably going to segment this podcast in two parts. So the part going to the concert and then coming back if, you know, he doesn't fall asleep. But this is my man Christian. Uh, tell him how you're doing, Christian. I'm doing good. It's ha- I'm happy to be here. It's good to talk to y'all and be on the podcast. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an honor to have him. Um, so, Christian, you want to tell him a little bit about yourself, kind of? Maybe not necessarily everything in your life, but just, you know, what you like to do as hobbies, profession, whatever, whatever you think they would find interesting. Yeah, well, uh, right now I am currently working at Enterprise. I clean cars, but I'm working to be a football coach. I'm starting my second season. Um, I'm with a different school this year than I was last year. Uh, I'm with offensive line this year. I think I'm under a really good group of coaches. I'm coaching at Hickory Ridge High School in uh, Harrisburg, North Carolina, and my goal is to be a college football coach. Um, so with country music and stuff, my, relate, my relation to that is I've just been listening to it my entire life, um, almost. Funny enough, I have a funny story about that that I can talk about later possibly. Um, but yeah, that I enjoy fishing, I enjoy outdoor stuff, kayaking, hiking, um, just got married not long ago so yeah that's pretty much a rundown of the things that i like to do and where i'm at yes sir well funny thing about the whole marriage thing is uh not only did christian marry a, a very very nice woman but she's also a gourmet cook so he got like a two-for-one special in that regard man we just actually got done eating a very nice meal some nice chicken legs some mac and cheese some green beans some squash and some croissants even though one particular person in this car may not know how to spell the word croissant. <laughs> I tried. I tried. Yeah, but, uh, so, funny story. I like funny stories. Hit me with it. Let's hear it. Funny story about the croissant. Well, no, not the croissant. About the country music. Oh, about the, co- so the country music. <laughs> the country music. When I was in that middle school age, um, my mom always listened to country music always growing up so when I got to middle school I wanted to be rebellious and everything and so when they started playing country music I was always like no I hate it no I hate it but low-key in my mind I was really singing along and so I kept that up for a very very long time 
a lot longer than I should have because, you know, I was in middle school around 2008, 2009-ish, so that wasn't, country music wasn't really the cool thing to listen to. Um, it was just funny because, you know, I was keeping up this mask thing of like, you know, I, I don't like country music. I don't like country music. I just heard it. Yeah, the song was catchy, but I don't like it, that kind of thing. And then there was one night where I really remember, I think I was listening to a bunch of music, just staying up late and everything in my room. And then I really like looked into myself and I was like, what am I doing? I was like, I like country music. I'm not, I can't keep hiding this. Like, and I think I was listening to a Brad Paisley song at that time. I can't remember which one it was, but it was just like, then it clicked that it's like, you know, I just got to stop faking like I don't like this like I really gotta accept it at this point so I kept that up for a while could you say that's necessarily maybe the regional place where you grew up as you are more closer to like an urban environment so you have like a whole bunch of different varieties of music that are thrown at you because I know me and you are kind of the same in regards of we like different genres and we don't necessarily just like country music so like growing up you listen to country music, but, you know, all your friends may not necessarily have liked country music. Kind of talk about that. Yeah, so I had a bunch of different friends. Uh, I was probably the only one in my group of friends, like, that I hung out with at school um, that did like country music. Because all my friends that do like country music went to the opposite high school across town, uh, the rival high school. So all the friends that I did hang out with at school after middle school and stuff they all listen to different kinds of music like rap and stuff like that like and that's all they listen to and there was a lot of pressure you know in middle school where it's like oh country music's not the cool thing so you know you kind of just push it away um you don't really think about it you're just doing it because your friends do it so you want to fit in you're like and so that way when they say like oh yeah no country music's lame and i don't like that song you just say the same thing too and you know, you start listening to different stuff on the radio, and you like it, but it just doesn't feel the same as country music. Like, you feel something deep. I feel something deeper with country music than I do other music, because I can relate to it a lot better. So, I think friendships that I did have in middle school and stuff like that had a lot to do with that influence of me faking like I didn't. Um, but once I got into high, like, middle high school area, like, 10th, 11th grade and started, started to just accept that, you know, I do like country music and it's okay to like what I like. It was a lot easier that way that it's just like, you know what, this is who I am. That's one of the most important elements of country music, in my opinion, is that uh, self in the music. You can put yourself into whatever situation it is and you don't necessarily have to be word for word for the situation. Like, you may have not necessarily, you know, had this big loss in your life but you may have had a loss in your life that fills that hole in that story for you and you can sympathize with that person that is writing or singing the song right so uh this is kind of an interesting thing because uh christians never really heard of josh morningstar or brother wilson honestly i've never really heard of brother wilson until i figured out that he was opening for mr josh morningstar hey look a state trooper hiya and uh, we, uh, I told him about it, and I was like, dude, the tickets are relatively cheap. I don't get to see you that often. 
gives us a really good excuse to go out and hang out. And uh, honestly, I gave him the link to Josh's music, and I've not asked him anything about it. And I'm kind of curious what his initial uh, evaluation of Josh's music is from what you've listened to or if you've even listened to anything. So I've listened to a few songs. I haven't listened to a whole bunch. Um, but the few songs that I did listen to, like, the beats were really catchy. Um, the flow of the and rhythm of the music, it was like, it was an older style type music to me. Not in the way of, like, Merle Haggard or anything like that. But more along the lines of, like, early Brad Paisley. That's what it felt like from the few songs that I listened to. Okay. Um, like, it was upbeat, kind of catchy. Um, just felt like a beat that I could, like, get into a rhythm with, like a foot tap or something like that. You know, listening to it for the first time, you know, you don't really get all the words down, so you can't, like, do so a ton of moving with it, but it felt like something that would make you want to move and just you know, think and you feel a certain kind of way about it. But I don't listen to a ton of music because I do like to go and experience things live for the first time, which I've only been to like one concert before, but, and I didn't know a bunch of the music then either, but it was still hearing those for the first time at a concert, I think was a whole different experience that I really enjoyed. So, Well, speaking of that first concert, I mean, you kind of got to tell them who you went to see. I mean, honestly, if there's anybody in current country music that is big leagues man the guy that you went to go listen to is the closest thing to traditional old country music that we have in the mainstream media so yeah so the the person i went to listen to was chris stapleton um i do like chris but at the same time i don't like to listen to the radio so i don't hear a bunch of his newer songs that do come on because i'm terrible at keeping up with when albums drop and all that other stuff and so i have just set Pandora playlist that play and they don't play any newer country music at all so it don't ever link him in with older country music so hearing some of his songs for the first time at his concert it's like you know I, there were the ones that are common that I had heard before like Parachute I love that song I'm able to get my car up going over 90 when I started listening to that song at that point skr, skr. Um, but uh, yeah so there's other songs that or just on his albums and stuff haven't hit the radio that it's like I hear it for the first time at his concert and I'm like wow this is awesome like you can really hear the soul in his voice at his concert so it was a really awesome experience that was actually my first like country concert too so I don't I haven't ever really gone to many um, but that was definitely a great first one to be at I, I mean I couldn't think of another good one to go to that is mainstream um, so my first country concert I've ever went to was to see Cody Jinks with our buddy Spencer that we went to school with. A um, little story about that is I actually met Christian through a, uh, a group in college. It's a Christian group, uh, Catamounts for Christ. And I can't speak enough about all the friends and basically family that I made up there with them. It's how I got linked up with Christian, a lot of other buddies that I have around the area. Now we've all moved away from Western after graduating, but we all try to stay fairly close when we can. You know, life gets in the way. But uh, that's one thing I will say if you are, wow, a bug just went splat. Um, that is one thing that I will say if you do go to a university, try to find like-minded people that will uphold you to be a better person 
in whatever circle you are in. It doesn't necessarily have to be a religious organization. It can be a club or something. But just find people that actually care for you and appreciate you for who you are. And that's one of my greatest things that have ever happened to me in my life is I got to meet my friends, mainly Christian, and just learn about him and become friends with him slowly but surely. Go fishing at, like, negative 20-degree weather and swimming trunks and stuff, you know, trying to catch his first trout. Eventually did it after, you know, a year and a half of fishing. But, uh, and it's not because he sucks at fishing. It's just trout fishing is that hard. And anybody that's ever went trout fishing would know that. And that's my little tangent for today. That's, uh, that's what grinds my gears, as Peter Griffin would say. But like I was saying, me and Spencer, who was also in the Catamounts of Christ group, went to see Cody Jinks in Asheville. And I'm going to tell you, we were way, way, way back. We were in the college seats. We were in the cheap seats, man. But the way that Cody commended that audience for somebody that's not as popular and everybody know the songs of them, that was like my true introduction to what country music actually is in regards to the concert aspect. Because I've been to bluegrass and concerts like that before, but that was just a different... It just hits different, right? You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say, you, you said Brad Paisley, and that is an interesting uh, comparison. I kind of get like a folk aspect of his music. You know, like the banjo and like the yeah. mandolin. and I, I, of course, listen to Josh a lot more. Uh, yeah. I, I've listened to Josh like the last four to five weeks preparing for this, along with my brother Wilson. So uh, it's uh, it's going to be a great concert. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm going in with the highest expectations, but not necessarily you know for the music or anything, but just have a good time with my buddy and get away from life because that's honestly what stuff like this is for. It's just to go out, enjoy yourself, have a fun time, meet some people that like the same music as you do, maybe meet the artists if you're lucky, and uh, that way you can just drive away and, have a good uh, good time and sit there and be like, I remember that time I went with Christian to insert venue here in Greensboro. You know what I'm saying? So we're really looking forward to it. Um, so Christian, there is a universal question in this podcast, and I kind of want to save the second stage of the discussion or just the chit-chat, shooting the breeze uh, for the, I guess, review like i said if you don't fall asleep because i know i know how you are i have to keep them up over here um i want to keep that for after the fact of the concert so you can actually talk about what your uh interactions were with everything so do you know the question that i'm going to ask can't say that i do really that's a shocker yeah have you have you been listening to the podcast i do but i'm very forgetful that's that's okay i am too so it's literally the name of episode one it's a very deep question what is country music what is country music and this can be done in the most philosophical way you want it it can be the most one-worded answer i just want to know what is country music to you? And if you need to provide examples or whatever, you have as long as you need. I'm not going to rush you because I'm I'm driving 80 down the highway, so I really don't care. So take the time and just lose yourself in the answer. 
So, country music to me, oh, that's a, that's a very thought-provoking question. So, country music to me is songs that make me think a certain kind of way about certain things, I guess. Um, not anything specific, um, but, you know, there's songs that when you listen to them, it puts you into a deeper thought mode than other songs. Like, other songs you can... Like, there's the party-type songs that you can just listen to, and it's like, oh, yeah, let's have a good time. But then there's other songs that you listen to, and it gets you thinking about certain things. And, you know, you, I'll sit there, and I've listened to certain country songs, and it just... I end up daydreaming and getting lost in a thought of something that that song reminds me of. Um, so, I guess that's the easiest way I can put it into words what I think about and how I feel when I listen to country music. Um, it's just something like there's the songs in country music that makes me feel a certain kind of way. And it ties back to your Southern roots thing that, uh, that pillar that you had in the, uh, in that episode that you had put out. Um, I don't remember which episode it was. I think it was around five. Um, but I guess that's the best way I can put it. The Southern Roots part and then the family and the love. Those kind of uh, pillars that tie in. And they make the songs that have those pillars in them. It uh, gets me thinking about things like that. And it puts me into a deeper thought than just your average other songs that I listen to on the radio just for the fun of it. That's a very insightful and amazing answer. Uh, that's really thought-provoking myself just to think about it my, like that. So, uh, also, this is a, just a quick little follow-up, and it's not necessarily as serious. Um, is there one song, and this is a tough one too, but is there one song that you think that defines country music for you? Like, if you you think of country music, this song comes to your mind. And it's like, no question, right? This is the song. Is there a song that comes to your mind? Because there is a lot. There's not a, one specific song. I mean, I guess there's a few of them and a bunch of different artists that come to mind more so. But when I think of artist-wise, I think of Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson, Merle Haggard, all of them. But if I had to choose one song that encompasses all of them... America Remains. America Remains um, by? The Four Horsemen. Nelson, Johnny Cash, Merle Haggard, and uh, I always forget the fourth one, I'm going to be honest. So, I, I think you might have messed up. It's Johnny Whalen for sure. It's not just me. No. no I'm, I'm driving down the highway. I have an excuse. I'm just trying not to die. Um, so, it's Willie, Johnny, Whalen. And I almost want to say Christopher, because I think of the song of the Highwaymen, and I'm going through the three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's possible. Um, yeah, it's Chris Christopher. That's right. So You're hey, right. hey, right. hey, the, right. the expert, right? <laughs> no, not at all. This is what you do. I struggle, man. I'm driving down the highway just trying to get to this venue without dying. But yeah, Chris Christopherson's like the one that most people don't know and I actually talked about him in my uh, songwriting episode here I think it's episode 10 just released not too long ago so 
Uh, Chris Christopherson's one that's always lost, and it's not because he doesn't necessarily have the most amazing voice out there, but he's one of the best songwriters of all time. So, so we're getting close to the venue. We're about ten minutes out, and uh, I'm gonna let us just chill for the last ten minutes. Uh, I gotta say. Christian was kind of mighty nervous. I seen his knees shaking a little. He did a really good job. I appreciate having him on for the first half, and I can't wait to talk about the concert afterwards with you, man. Sounds good. Can't wait to be back. All right. Sound like a plan. Well, we will see you on the flip side. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Apparently, the uh, it didn't record. <laughs> Christian just got done, and we're talking about how tired we are. But uh, yeah, uh, it's twelve oh one. We're driving back from the concert, and uh, man, what a great time! I can't, ex I can't even explain it in words. And uh, it was just a really good time, especially after just talking about it. Now we got to redo it. But as I said, my boy Christian's here beside of me, and uh, brother Wilson, man, uh, talk about a phenomenal guy, right? Let let's hear what you got to say, Christian. Again, <laughs> so brother Wilson was. A great act. Uh, he had a good set of songs. Um, a lot of slow mixed in. A lot of up tempo stuff. Um, my favorite song that he had was the third song that was Heavy Eyes. I think the name of it was Heavy Eyes. Um, he said it was inspired by Willie and Merle and all that. And like the tune of the song was just fantastic. So you could tell from that that it was something that you would hear from one of those two. And so, with that, I really just could hear it, feel it. I felt his energy coming out of the song, and it was just wonderful. Um, he also had another song called Sweet Southern Lady that, you know, it's about that lady that you love, Sweet Southern Lady, that, you know, someone you wouldn't want to live without. And I thought that the tune was had an old-school love song type feel, but it was, it was a wonderful set. Yep, absolutely. Uh... I will say he has a very soulful voice, very, uh, I, I don't think anybody can truly get compared to Chris Stapleton, because Chris Stapleton's his own guy, but he has that soulful, like, Chris Stapleton vibe to it, right? Yeah. He's got that deep-rooted, like, almost, like, R&B soul, like, country, it, it's weird, right? It's this weird combo. Um, my favorite song that, it, it just really stood out to me, is, uh, Beat It Up Again, I mean... It was really cool to see his wife, who was amazing, by the way. She was a class act. She had an amazing time with everybody, and I seen that they were talking before at the bar, and I looked behind me, and I, I seen a guy that looked like him from the uh, album cover from 2019, and uh, I was like, uh, that looks like him, but I don't want to draw conclusions here because, I mean, first of all, I ain't going to walk up to somebody and be like, yo, are you this guy I'm supposed to be listening to? But... Uh, Dude, what a class act, an amazing guy. Actually got to talk to him after for a little bit. Uh, actually gave him some uh, koozies from the podcast, and we might have something in the works, if you know what I'm saying. I will say that uh, that he just has like his own feel to him, right? His own vibe. He's got that soulful but slow country. It was honestly an amazing, like, amazing set, like Christian said. The value that I got for these tickets, what I pay for these tickets, is absolutely freaking ridiculous. Like, these are two of the better artists I've ever seen live. Right? So, it was great to sit, sit there and support them. So, speaking of great artists that we got to support today, man. 
talk to me about Mr. Morningstar. Josh, man, Josh was awesome. Josh has a bunch of different variety of songs that he sings. And, man, the set was just, it was wonderful. So, to start off with, my favorite song that he had was Can You Help Me Remember? It's about someone with Alzheimer's. Um, I don't know if he personally had someone with Alzheimer's that he related it to, but I know the song was wonderful. Um, it, hit, it hits hard, especially if you do know somebody in that situation. Um, but Josh also had a bunch of fun, upbeat songs as well to, like, you know, not just keep it as a depressing mood the entire time. He was able to switch back and forth, had the fun, quirky songs, had the serious songs. But you could tell that overall he cares about every one of them cared about all of his music he loves it um and he's just happy that people are there supporting it and you could tell that he was being genuine when we got to talk to him after that he was just happy that people were taking an interest in it and that he, he was just really genuine about us being there thanking us for coming and actually taking the time to talk to us yeah and i actually followed josh on uh the social medias uh facebook instagram uh man the stories this man has to tell about his life and what he's been through he like he said in one of his songs before he used to be on like oodles of drugs like the hardcore stuff stuff that you don't want to be in and uh it was really cool to see like his progression of himself and him talking about fighting his addiction on social media and then seeing how it's blended into his song it, phenomenal and it just everything ties into his life story and that's what makes his songwriting so great and if you remember in episode 10 i talk about that 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 writing right there is what makes music makes country music if you don't write a good song and you try to cover up with a lot of production value and just auto tune whatever you can it's not going to change anything because the song's still not going to be about anything you know, it has no flavor. It has no pizzazz. But uh, Josh is uh, very quirky, right? And uh, and that is not said in a bad thing. He has his own style, and that's what we love about him, man. He's, uh, he's his own man, and that's why we support him. And I think that I can say that Christian could leave this concert, and I can leave this concert both having a deeper appreciation for both of these artists and we are immediately fans of both absolutely and like i i cannot speak enough about the crowd that was there it was a very smaller crowd i mean it's a smaller venue it's like a honky-tonk essentially it's a little hole in the wall but the way that everybody supported them through even through the minority that was there what we say like 30 to 45 people yeah about that Everybody was there, and they were having a great time. And even Josh said that, uh, which kind of shocks me because I've only been to bigger concerts before. And I was like, I was kind of afraid coming. And I even told Christian this. He can be a, he, he'll tell you about this. I'm just kind of afraid that we might be like one of the few people there that actually know him, you know, and not, it'd be quiet or whatever. Well, that wasn't the case. Everybody there showed up for him and was real just amazingly supportive right and uh yeah so christian overall you said that you went to stapleton before what's uh what's a little comparison between the stapleton conference uh, the concerts like do you have a uh 
any pros and cons compared, you know, to the two, if you know, know what I'm saying? So, I guess the biggest difference is obviously the atmosphere. Stapleton's going to draw his own kind of crowd, and um, it's not a bad thing, but, you know, you're shoulder to shoulder in a big venue. You're usually packed together. This, you have your space to move and all that, but the atmosphere is more intimate. You get more personal with the artist. You're personable with the crowd around you because there's not so many people that you're just like, dude, get off of me. Um, you're all there to support a smaller artist, but, you know, smaller things can bring people together just as much. So the atmospheres are completely different, but that that's not a knock on either uh, atmosphere at all. Both atmospheres have pros to offer, but this one, I like the personable aspect of it. Being able to meet Josh and Brother Wilson after, like, that's not something you're going to be able to do at a Chris Stapleton concert unless you're just paying for some kind of VIP experience. So, them taking their time out to talk to people after see, makes it even better. And neither of them were rushing anybody off either, like... They weren't just like, hey, I'll take a picture, sign whatever you want. Like, now, all right, get out of my way. I need to get out of here. No, they were sitting there, and they were talking. There was a guy in front of me, man, and you could tell that him and Josh were having a moment, which was just amazing to see. It was very uh, very personable, like Chris has been saying. It was uh, very emotional, and it was just really cool to see. And uh, I kind of had... Not that similar of a moment to it, but I just told him how much I appreciate chasing the light with Casper McWade. And anybody that's listened to my deep dive Casper uh, McWade discography, man, uh, knows that that song means a lot to me. It's uh, it's an amazing song, and Josh helped produce that or write that, and. He actually shared a little bit of an antidote about how he was kind of afraid to touch it because it was so personal to Casper. It was a really personal song to Casper, and he was afraid to mess with it too much. But he helped, and uh, it's one of those songs that really just strikes my heart like a string, you know. And one thing that I will say about Josh's uh, style is... I was telling Christian this a few minutes ago that uh, there's a way that he hits the guitar with his hand that makes like a drumming sound. like a, It's like a hollow wood drumming sound, but yet it goes so well with the guitar. Like the way that his song sound, it, I don't know, it's just small stuff like that that makes an artist. You got the quirkiness and then you got style changes and Oh, man, it was just a very good night all around, right? I agree. Yeah. So, uh, one last thing that I will say is that uh, Josh's wife absolutely killed it when she went up on stage. I was not expecting that at all. She has an amazing voice, and them together, man, chills, honestly. You could see the love that they had for the music that they were singing. Well, not just... And the love for each other. Exactly, exactly. That love that... of course, being one of the pillars of country music, love. So, overall, Christian, I think we had a really good time. Uh, anything that you want to say to the uh, podcast listeners, my dude? Last thing I got to say is keep country music alive. Yes, sir. All right, we're going to be heading down the road trying to catch some sleep here because, man, I'm tired. It's going to be work tomorrow and then 
get home from work, have Sunday off, and I'll be editing podcasts all day. So, let's go. But, it's something that I love. And something else that I love is country music. So, therefore, we will keep it alive, baby. Adios.